Welcome to the Psyche Awakening. I am your host, Jessica Clowers, and today I will be talking about moods and perception. Have you ever heard the phrase, your perception is off, or you misunderstood? According to the Webster's Dictionary, perception is defined as awareness of the elements of environment through physical sensation. We become aware of what is happening around us by using our five senses, our sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. The moment our senses become aware of the external stimuli in our environment is the moment our brain begins to process those sensations into thoughts and emotions. It is this process that determines our individual perception of the environment around us. Our perception is simply a combination of our biological and genetic characteristics blended with our relevant experiences and current mood. I posted an article on the Psyche Awakening website from Psychology Today, written by Susan Krauss Whitborn, Ph.D., and the article talks about how neuroscience research shows how our mood impacts our perception. According to Dr. Whitborn, individuals who are in a good mood are less affected by minor daily problems, such as spilling coffee or listening to a noisy neighbor. The neuroscience explanation for this theory connects the cortex with the limbic system. The cortex is the outer layer of the cerebrum that plays an important role in our consciousness. The limbic system is a system of nerves and networks and the brain near the edge of the cortex that is responsible for our instincts, mood, and emotions. According to this model, moods have a direct connection to our thoughts and perception. What Susan does not mention in her article is whether or not individuals are less affected by major problems that might occur, such as getting a flat tire on the way to work. Now, I want you to remember the last time that you were in an exceptionally good mood. If you were to measure this mood on a scale from 1 to 10, with 1 representing a very bad mood, your score would have been a 10. Hold that moment in your mind and remember what situations or experiences occurred that elevated your mood to a level 10. Did you experience any negative events that day that significantly decreased your mood levels? What were those negative events? The anonymous case study that I chose this week really hit home with me because it is a common problem that exists in the corporate structure. I chose this case study because I think it is something a lot of you can relate to or you know someone close to you who can relate to it. For this case study, I initiated a series of questions to analyze the individual's emotional state in three different time categories. Number one, the moment of level 10 mood. Number two, 10 days prior. And number three, 10 days after. Using a positive and negative emotional inventory list, the participant was asked to list all of the emotions they were feeling during these three time categories. Then I asked the participant to rate their mood levels for these emotions using the 1 to 10 measurement scale. The event that caused the participant to experience a level 10 mood level was a completed work project. The individual had been working long hours more than 90 days prior to the level 10 mood. The emotions reported by the participant during the 10-day period prior to the level 10 mood were all in the positive emotions category. Motivation and excitement were the primary emotions, support, love, happiness, and comfort were the secondary emotions, and the average mood level during the 10 days prior to level 10 mood was an 8. The emotions reported by the participant during the level 10 mood were excitement, happiness, joy, accomplishment, and celebration. 
Now comes the moment of impact where the negative stimuli swing in like a wrecking ball and drop the mood level to a level one. The negative stimuli happened to be a phone call the participant received from their boss. The boss was yelling, swearing, and degrading the participant's character because he did not like the results of the six-month project. The participant experienced an emotional shock initially and then reported feelings of confusion, distraction, fear, worry, and lack of interest during the 10-day period after the moment of negative impact. All these negative feelings the participant was experiencing are listed under emotional symptoms of an imbalanced root chakra in the realm of energy healing. Experiencing those emotions did not mean the participant's root chakra was imbalanced at that time, but it did mean that if the participant chose to live in those negative emotions, there is a possibility that imbalances could arise within their root chakra. Now let's get back to Susan's statement, when you're happy, you see differently. She also stated that happiness is not just an emotional experience, but it is also an emotion that can shape the way you perceive the world. In this particular case study, the participant was happy prior to the moment of negative impact. Although the participant's mood suffered drastically after the moment of negative impact, the individual was able to recognize that change was necessary and took action to improve their own personal situation. The participant now perceives that event as something that needed to happen in order to live the better life they are now living today. When we have happiness within us, it is easier to feel what does not make us happy. It is easier to recognize the wrong path because we already know what the right path feels like. In this case, the participant recognized their wrong turn and continued their pursuit to happiness. According to the participant, their life is a step up now from where it was then. Now, how might this person's life have been different had their mood not been at a level 10 at the moment of negative impact that day? What if their mood was a level 5 or 3 instead? We can only speculate how that situation may have turned out or what their life might be like today because of those differences. According to Ashley Fern, the world we see is a reflection of who we are and what we believe. Someone once said to me that people won't remember you by what others say about you. They will remember you by the way that you made them feel. The truth is, we are all in control of our own perceptions, just as we are in control of our own thoughts, emotions, and beliefs. Perception is the interpretation of sensory information in order to understand the information being presented. Misunderstandings generally are caused by missing information that is necessary for comprehension. The comprehension process varies with each individual according to sensory abilities, mood, biological, and environmental factors. These factors are what ultimately determine how an individual perceives the positive and negative stimuli in their environment. In conclusion, we have learned that our mood influences our perception, but our perception can also influence our mood. When we operate on higher levels of consciousness, we are aware of negative disruptions and tend to guide ourselves back onto our pursuit of happiness. When we operate on lower levels of consciousness, we tend to become absorbed in negative disruptions and may allow them to manifest into our future. Next week's topic is on emotional intelligence. I posted an article written by Kendra Cherry that explains the history and measures of emotional intelligence. 
The article describes how some researchers suggest that emotional intelligence can be learned and strengthened, while others claim it is a genetic characteristic. What are your thoughts? Is emotional intelligence a trait we are born with, or is it something that we learn? This thread is now open for discussion on my Facebook page. Share your thoughts and submit your stories. Thank you so much for joining me today, and join me again next week for another episode of The Psyche Awakening.